Welcome to Rough Life. These three transports have come and gone so fast. I'm hoping the next five weeks fly by too. If you're new to WTAR, I don't want you to think this is normal. (laughs) We do not typically take 10 weeks off in the first six months of the year. This is a special year and Dr. Burton's getting married. She's not taking five weeks off. But because it's so much work on her to spay and neuter everyone before they're adopted and always being on standby in case someone gets sick and needs help, we needed to time transports so that everyone would be done with surgeries and up to date on all their vaccines by the time she leaves for her wedding and her honeymoon. So they're still going to be working these next three weeks until this transport's adoption date. We just can't send anything until they get back in June, which is a bummer, but totally understandable. I actually crunched the numbers a few days ago. Fun fact about me, (laughs) I am slightly dyslexic and am shockingly terrible with numbers, but I love transport data. (laughs) I have literally a million spreadsheets with all kinds of transport information on them. So I was looking the other day and we have sent over 471 animals so far in the first six months of 2023 despite taking 10 weeks completely off. That's 352 puppies, 31 adult dogs, 63 plus kittens, the plus because one of our pregnant cats is still pregnant up there, and 25 adult cats. We're averaging about 35 puppies and three adult dogs on every transport right now. And compared to last year, in the first six months of 2022, we did 511 total animals. Only 38 more last year than this year, and we worked every week last year. Last year, at this time, we had 393 puppies, 45 dogs, 62 kittens, and 11 adult cats. We were averaging 32 puppies and 3.5 adult dogs per transport last year. It always makes me laugh when it says like (laughs) 0.5 because I'm like, yeah, no, we can only take half your adult dog this week. We'll have to get the other half next week. (laughs) So that's not too shabby if I do say so myself, considering we took so much time off. But I already told Dr. Burton I am never doing this again, so she better make sure this is her one and only wedding. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into the background stories. Don't Rock the Jukebox was posted on Facebook by one of my friends. Her cousin gave him to her. He could no longer keep the puppy. He is a purebred eight-week-old blue fawn pit bull. And when I saw him, I immediately called Jessica, who's better friends with this girl, and told her, get him for us right away. A, because he's adorable, but more importantly, because Mississippi does not need another purebred, unaltered male pit bull running around. The girl met one of our fosters at a gas station a little while later to give him over, and it's a fairly sketchy gas station, and she said six different people asked if they could buy him from her just while they were there. The R litter of two were dumped at a friend of mine's house. She posted them as free on Facebook, and I asked her if she could hang on to them until transport for us. They were a little mangy when she got them, but she took them to the vet and got them started on medicine for it. Old Red and her four O puppies were owner surrenders. Red was getting off her chain, and the owner kept getting citations for it because she lived in the city limits, and you cannot let your dog be walking loose. 
When the animal control officer came a second time, she didn't want to pay the fee, so she said she would just surrender the mom and four of the five puppies to the shelter. She said she was keeping a puppy because, and this is a direct quote, the mom was getting old. When the ACO officer told her that he is a kill shelter and the mama would be euthanized if she didn't find a home in time, she said, that's fine. (laughs) He did get her to agree to keep the puppies until we had a foster open to take them. He did this so they wouldn't be at risk for catching parvo or anything. Unfortunately, the place they were living was so awful, I think they probably would have rather taken the risk of getting parvo. Jessica went out there a day or two later to vaccinate them before we took them to a foster home, and she said it was so terrible, we needed to find someone else to take them sooner because they couldn't stay there two more days. Luckily, we found a foster to take them the next day. Meanwhile, Red was taken to the shelter all alone. No toys, no bed, no comfort blanket. They didn't even tell him her name. She did say, though, that Red is a nine-year-old purebred chocolate lab, which I don't believe, (laughs) and that this was her third litter. We took Red to the vet the next day, and she had the worst case of ear mites I have ever seen. Imagine tiny little bugs crawling deep inside your ear canal 24-7. It is maddening, and hers were so bad. And of course, she has heartworms. We did end up doing some PI work and we found out that her real name is actually Coco. And (laughs) if you hear anything in the background, that is Coco trying to get in this room with me because she does not like it if she cannot be touching me (laughs) 24-7. We've just been calling her Big Red, but when I found out her name was Coco and I said it for the first time, I wish I would have recorded it, but I didn't. I honestly didn't think it was really her name. But so I called her Coco for the first time. She hadn't heard her name in at least five days. Who knows how often they even said her name to her. But she looked up at me with the sweetest look in her eyes like, that's me. You know me? It was so sweet. She wagged her tail so sweet. You could tell she was like, you finally know who I am. You you figured out what my name is. Oh, it was precious. The A litter of five beagle mixes were kind of an owner surrender. A pregnant beagle mama wandered up to someone's house and had five puppies. The homeowners love the mama so much that they are going to keep her and spay her with one of our voucher cards, but they did surrender all of the puppies to us. The sea litter of lab mixes were found on the side of the road when they were about mm, probably 8 to 10 weeks old. When the finder asked us if we could take them, we had no room on transport. Then he asked us to take them when we were closed for March and April. Then another rescue was going to take them but couldn't. And then he finally reached out to us right before this last transport and said he still needed help. (laughs) So we're so glad we finally got them on this last transport because they would have been gigantic by June. The bee litter of seven feist and boxer mixes were actually dumped at the landfill. One of the workers saw them running around one day and called us to come get them. He actually tried to keep one of them to be the landfill puppy, but thankfully we talked him out of that. Um, They never saw a mama dog, although there is another mama dog, not their mama though, that lives at the landfill that's totally feral that we've been trying to trap for a while. 
The F litter of three Feist Dash Hound mixes were posted on Facebook as free. Not even free to a good home. Just, quote, if you want one, tell me now. (laughs) She actually only posted one puppy and said in the post, quote, there might be two or three other ones around here somewhere. (laughs) So needless to say, they came from a horrific home. Their pen, or maybe it was even just the lady's whole backyard, looked like it needed to be condemned. The age litter of five labs were owner surrenders. The mama dog just walked up to someone's house one day and their male dog fell in love with her. Neither were fixed, so no one was shocked when she ended up pregnant. Luckily, they got their male neutered and are using a spay voucher to spay the mama. The two are so in love, though, that they can't bear to separate them, so they're going to keep the mama, too. The tea litter of eight lab shepherd mixes are owner surrenders. The mama dog belongs to a 72-year-old, almost completely blind lady. Her husband died recently, and her children got her the dog to make her feel safer at night because she refuses to go to a nursing home. And what do we know about dogs? They reproduce. (laughs) So it should come as a surprise to no one that the dog wound up getting pregnant. A foster for one of our rescue partners took the mama and her babies to her house until transport so that the owner wouldn't have to take care of them or risk tripping over them. We spayed the mama and she's back taking care of her old lady once again. As for the cats, mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys (laughs) is a very long name, but a very good song. Um, She is the mama of the H litter of four kittens from last week. And I know, I know. I should have picked an H name, but I love this song, and she's the only mama that I could use it on, because Old Red had to be named Old Red. Remember, she was brought into the shelter after I left last week, and the man was carrying her in his arms like a baby. The W litter of three were owner surrenders. A young couple moved into an apartment and soon discovered a mama cat had delivered kittens inside their walls. One of our rescue partners picked up the kittens as soon as they were weaned because they had really irritated eyes, probably from all the insulation in the walls. After a couple days of medicine, though, the kittens are doing fantastic. So I was done with my podcast, already had it ready to upload and everything before I left to go to transport today. And when I stopped at the shelter, I picked up the mama cat from the kittens from last week and just as I was getting ready to leave one of the employees walked in with a super adorable long-haired kitten she was like someone just dropped these off their owner surrenders I'm like hang on let me FaceTime Dr. Burton well she didn't answer so I texted Jenny And I said, are you with Dr. Burton? And she said, yeah, we're in a team meeting right now. What's up? I'm like, FaceTime me. So I FaceTimed her and I showed her the kittens and Dr. Burton said, no, absolutely not. And then Jenny passed the phone around to everyone sitting around the table and they were like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. Pull them. (laughs) So Dr. Burton was like, fine, you can send them. They were so stinking cute. So I don't really know the full story with them. They said this lady has a hundred cats, literally. They said literally a hundred cats. 
and she just brings him in every so often, litter by litter. So I don't know where the mother is of these kittens. They said she was supposed to bring it in too, but she never did. And I kind of got the impression that these kittens were supposed to be brought in earlier than they were. But anyways, I had to jump back in and add that so you guys would know their story too. And that's all the stories for this week. I'm sure you noticed Peanut's story wasn't in there. She didn't have anyone sign up for her, which I cannot believe because she is so little and she's so sweet. But that just means she's going to hang out here with me until June. It's going to be another long five weeks until the next transport, but you already know I've got lots of stories for you in the meantime. Let me know if y'all want me to do another episode with Jessica and Becky or even just an FAQ episode if you have some unanswered questions. It's a rough life, but someone's got to do it. Thank you.